Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the show, man. It is Friday. This is Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And we get together every day, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. I'll guide you in that journey as we all try to head back to the window. Good to be here. We'll start off with uh, Bronco Devil says the song of the day. It says it's Money That Matters by Randy Newman. And uh, Mark Knopfler, yeah, a great version of that, too, as well, uh, saw the uh, youngsters winning ticket on Twitter. Very good. We're going to talk about that. Congrats to you, Scott. Can't make it today. Happy Father's Day, Steen. Thank you very much, Bronco. Uh, we'll miss you. We'll miss you around here. Very good. It's money that matters. You know that song? Yeah. Don't you hear what I say? So, yeah, let's uh, – yeah, thank you, Joan. Happy Father's Day uh, to all you dads. Appreciate it, Joan. Appreciate it very much. Uh, James Mount's in the house. Ninja says, congratulations to the Warriors. Warriors. They came out to play, buddy. You and I were uh, we were kind of all over that, weren't we? You, you, you had the Warriors there, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, you and I were. Warriors uh, money line, because why? Spreads don't matter in the finals. I said, I said it was correlated. I said take Golden State in the under or take Boston in the over. 100%. And like you, you and I agreed on both of the of the last two NBA games, and holy shit, we were right. How about that, huh? Mm-hmm. Big X in the house. Congratulations to Jason Tatum be the first uh, NBA player. <laughs> Hundred turnovers, Jesus Christ! You have a hundred in the playoffs. Yeah, n- not a yeah. not a great uh, postseason for Tatum. It's like, is that how many he had last night? <laughs> it's a pretty light sports card, so I'm assuming we're going to break down the series. I don't want to say somewhat in length. Well, remember we got out. Al- we got Alley coming at. at uh, That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm sure she'll have some opinions on it. But either way, are you? Are you uh, sure? I I think she will. Okay. Um, it means she can fully focus on baseball now. Oh, that's, there you go. Uh, you had a good day. We've we've alluded to it. Tell us about your parlay, buddy. So back in late November, I traveled to Jersey because sports betting wasn't legal yet in New York. That's how long ago the parlay was made. And I put down uh, like 1100 bucks or so on two Coach of the Year awards. I had Monty Williams, who won the award, and I had Steve Kerr. So I ended up picking up a winner there, but I was going to leave New Jersey. And then they rewarded me with about $750 of free bets, give or take. So I had to figure out random bets to make as they expired in about a day to bet on. And I came up with this three, uh, three pick parlay, which uh, is one of the dumbest parlays of all time. But I had a couple of matchups. I had college basketball. New Mexico first half money line against New Mexico State at like plus two sixty. Okay. I had the So that Eagles. was basketball. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I had the Eagles with Gardner Minshew minus six and a half against the Jets. Okay. And I had the Warriors to win the title. And it was a hundred and twenty five dollar free bet to win five thousand four hundred and like fifty nine bucks. <laughs> And uh, I made five thousand four hundred fifty nine bucks yesterday. So it took about seven months. Yep. But we finally cashed it. Patience, patience is a virtue, man. And that's hitting the first two legs and then waiting fucking six months. Oh, it's so funny. It was so funny. <laughs> so what are you gonna do with that? How much? You're gonna pull it all out? You gonna leave it in? What are you gonna do? Somebody's asking us money I'm management. Pulling it all out no matter what. Okay. It's all in the Jersey account. All right. So the point is, no matter what, I'm gonna have to at least move some of it to the New York account. Under normal but, circumstances, how much of that would you take out, and how much would you leave? Uh, it's a good question. Somebody was asking uh, about money management on the last show, and that's I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that. A lot of it depends on unit size, but realistically, I'm not the kind of person that spends a lot of money all the time. Right. But I would definitely withdraw at least like 75% of it. Yep, There's very... no reason for me to keep a huge number in there because my bet size isn't $4,000, yep. you know? Yep, very good. Um, you know what? I want to I want to give a shout out to Joan because her her second half play that had been uh, four and one in the playoffs so far, five and one in the playoffs as the Warriors were up at halftime, stretched it out in the second half or didn't stretch it out, but they they ended up winning. So very good. I know we got a lot of segments to go through. Yep. I kind of do want to unpack this basketball game. I kind of did on a podcast last night, but I feel like there's a lot to uncover. Yeah. Here okay. and I I don't know if we're gonna have time to do it with Allie or not. Let's but... find out. All right. We'll figure it out. Whatever. Well, let's get to it. Let's take care of all of our housekeeping stuff first. Of course, now that we've got a few people gathered around, I want to remind everybody to smash that thumb. Give us the like. We certainly appreciate it. I, I know I say it all the time, but we really, really do appreciate the effort that you, you put in 
uh, to not just comment, but also to give us some positive feedback. So thanks very much. Uh, smash that thumb, subscribe. Get subscribed to the Max Wagers Network, only place you're going to find us. All the other great content at Max Wagers Network. Scott, do you know the lineup? Oh, we're, we're doing this again? Yeah, we haven't done it in like a couple weeks. We're not We're not doing this again. 12 o'clock, who is it? Uh, it's Morning Wood. No. Oh, God damn it. Damn it. 12 o'clock, Sean Higgs doing Midday Money. That's one, right. Okay, it's Midday, that's right. 1 o'clock, giving Scott Morning Wood. Yeah, two, then it's your show, then <laughs> our show. Yep. And then you have soccer yep. and then you have the earl brothers okay very good that's yeah i, I flipped the start my bad sean sean miller doing soccer and uh, the earl brothers along with detroit lenny uh doing uh game time decisions so you're welcome joan always always appreciate it um so yeah do that check out the great deal at caesars maybe you get yourself a a, a free bet like scott maybe you load up on that three-team parlay that will be completed in february you don't know yep. so whatever it is it's up to $1,500. It's your first bet. If you're making a first bet, brand new account there at Caesars, they will take care of you if you lose. They will make it good if you win. You just want a big bet. Congratulations. So maybe you got a line on something. Maybe you're a $100 player, $200 player. You want to step up a little bit. Good opportunity to do it without risk. Got to use the code VIDEOWINNERS15. Of course, that code is available in our description, as well as a link that will take you right there and get you involved in all the action. you got to have a state with Caesars in it. Of course, must be 21 to play. And, uh, yeah, so make sure you, you check that out as well. Now, Scott, of course, when I have a good day, uh, you still get to somehow completely overshadow me by winning uh, $5,500. Uh, but I did go 7-0 yesterday on my picks. Had five premiums, hit them all. And then we had uh, Golden State plus 145 on the money line. And you and I, of course, uh, raked in more easy money fading the Washington Nationals with the uh, with the Phillies. Yeah, I'm assuming we overlapped a bit. I mean, I, I had the Padres over as my play today, which worked out. Nope, didn't have it anywhere. I, I, no, I was going to say, I know you had the under in that game, and we both ended up cashing in that one, which right. was kind of a nice th- spot there. And the farm was very nice to me because why would I not lay minus 110 with Wheeler overnight? Yeah, that was so hard not to just jinx ourselves and go, yeah, I think we got this one in the bag because of what, 7 nothing after after 2? After 3, I think. After 3, was it? All right. Yeah, yeah thanks, Joan. Yep, we don't uh, we don't hit them every day, but we're, uh, we are we love it when we do, especially for the clients, and you damn, damn well better believe we're going to brag about it. So uh, with that being said, let's get to the segments, man. Let's talk about what happened yesterday. There was, uh, there was a few things going on, Scott. I don't know if you heard about that, but... Uh, you uh you, you uh yeah yeah let's uh, let's let's talk about it let's find out uh, the winners the winners the people that took it in the shorts people that took it to the bank you know who you are you had to get out your fancy Nokia flip phone and you know what you had to do you had to call them cops all right very I'm not even gonna comment very good every time man start off in the major leagues you had the Tigers plus one and a half against the Rangers Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness! Uh, they led one nothing after eight innings. Scott, you had a hunch like, man, I'd like to have some more runs, and yeah, they needed them because Texas scored three in the top of the ninth. Detroit, they did not come back and win. They ended up losing three to one. If you had Detroit on the run line, if you had them on the money line, if you had any kind of Detroit, oh, so sorry, call the cops. For the second one, if you took this bet, I have no idea why because there were better lines out there, but. If you had the Padres and Cubs under nine and a half, which existed briefly overnight, I believe they closed at 11, but you had seven runs through the first seven innings. Then you had two runs in the eighth and the Padres got out in the top of the ninth. So you just need the Cubs to go quietly. They did not. They scored one run in the bottom of the ninth and the game landed 10. Uh, I told you yesterday on the show that I had a live bet on that, um, or I I caught it right at the beginning of the game. It was um, 11, and I thought I was fucked, so I'm happy. I'm happy it worked. I don't know why you would have taken an under 9.5, but the line did exist. Yep. Yeah, no kidding. If you you, Apparently, maybe you don't have the weather channel. You're not aware of why that would be that high, but yeah, 9.5. I wish I would have seen that, my friend. That's all I can say. So, um, If you had Patrick Corbin... Over two and a half earned runs allowed against the Phillies. He allowed uh, nine runs. However, seven of them were unearned. He finished the game giving up just two earned runs. Man, man, that if you start looking at ERAs, if you use ERA solely as your measure. Corbin had a decent game last night based on ERA. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yeah, nine got, nine straight guys got on base, but none of them were Corbin's fault, apparently. Jesus so, you Christ. know, that's how that works out. But, yeah, it's one of those props that you can bet more of uh, in some sports books in my area. I know Caesars has that. I know that BetMGM has that. I'm pretty sure DraftKings might have it, too. Right. But you can bet earned runs. I'm sure you were laying juice with Corbin because of how bad he's been this season. But two and a half earned runs, he gives up a nine spot, and only two of them actually count. That's that's pretty brutal. Oh, when you see that game, when you see if you're just somewhere watching the score and you're like, oh fuck, I cashed that ticket, nice. And it was the worst type of earn of unearned run because only one of the guys that got on base because of the error scored. It was just because there were two outs that right. everything was unearned. Yeah, yeah, that's so. We've talked about that before. That's a misnomer if you. If you give up that uh, error on that third out, and then you then get, everything else just doesn't <laughs> right. Doesn't you give, you give up two home runs, a double, fucking seven more runs. Yep. No. Yeah, nine straight batters got on base, and none of them were Corbin's fault apparently. Yep. yep. Is it the same thing for a pitcher committing a throwing error to extend the inning? Oh, that's even well, worse. It's, it's your fault. It's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Hey, there was some good news out there. There was some nice, easy wins, and I'm uh, I'm guessing you guys might be able to figure out what one of them is. Let's find out who else was sitting in the rocking chair. So, first one, if you had the Warriors plus three and a half against the Celtics, led by 15 at halftime. Also, if you had the money line, because the Warriors basically dominated the final two and a half quarters of the game. They won by 13. If you had the Warriors plus three and a half, you do not listen to this show. Because we told you to stop playing the plus points on that. Never do it. Hey, if you had the Warriors-Celtics under 211, uh, no worries, because each quarter had less than 52 points. So, yeah, congratulations. That game landed 193. Never, ever in doubt. I still can't believe Boston gave up a 21-0 run on their home floor in the first half of a must-win game. Yep, absolutely. But is what it is. Anyway, if you had the Orioles on the money line at plus 220, very nice price against the Blue Jays, Gaussman was not very good. Oh. Uh, the Orioles led 7-0 after three innings, and they won 10-2. Yep, absolutely correct. You and I talked last night. You asked if that ended Gaussman Cy Young. It didn't, it didn't end it, but it certainly, it certainly pushed it back. He's going to need four or five good starts to make him forget about that one. Yeah, my boy is pitching against my favorite team tonight, so we'll see if Manoa is going to separate himself from Gaussman. Yep, yep, very good. Um, all right. Well, let's, we have to talk about this a little bit and it's even, this really works well with the game going on. If, if it would have been going differently, this would be kind of a, uh, the segment wouldn't have as much teeth, but as it stands, this is a very good segment right now. Let's talk about who it is, Scott. They haven't made us mad, but they have uh, definitely, uh, disappointed us. So you and I, we faded the Natch yesterday and you certainly, uh, should have faded the Nats again today because our boy is on the mound, uh, Johan Adon. They're down 5-3 right now. Oh, they did come back and score three runs? Okay, well, that's good. Uh, they were down 5-1, Right now it's 5-3. Yep, so, but this Nationals team has been dreadful. They have lost five uh, in a row by at least three runs, Scott. So if you wanted to play alternative run lines against the Nationals, minus two and a half, well, you had five games where that would have been a very, very good play. I think they're the worst team in the league. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, MZ's right. Stripling's pitching tonight. Manoa's pitching tomorrow. Yeah. Bad. Well, and we're we're okay. You should give us a pass on that because Scott and I both have to do segments for uh, Denver Radio on yeah. Saturday games. So I I, I have done that before. Talk about this guy starting. Like, no, he's starting Saturday. Like, yeah. That. Sorry, Manoa's pitching this weekend against the Yankees. My bad. Yep. Very good. But. Washington Nationals worst team in the league. Yeah, boy, that's tough. But I, I think they are. Well, you know, this is from somebody that sees the Royals play every day, so that's the only reason I have hesitation. But this is that's a, fair. This Nationals team, man, the, the pitching is just absolutely dreadful. I don't know what they do well because even Soto is having a down year. Yeah, yeah, they have one player and he sucks. So I was gonna say, what 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 else do they have? Uh, the thing is, I saw that. A friend of mine was talking about the Tigers and how they might be the worst team in the league. And it's fair, but if you look at the pitching staff, it's not awful, awful. Detroit randomly, I know they blew the game yesterday. They have the fifth lowest bullpen array in the league. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can guarantee you the Nationals are not in that same caliber. 
for the bullpen. Oh no, no, I was... can't pitch. The hitting's bad, and they're also have they have a win percentage below thirty three percent at home. So they're bad everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. They are currently twenty three and forty three. So they're three forty eight. Royals are three thirty nine. Okay. So, so technically Washington's the worst team in the league. Yes. Yes. Okay. But uh, there's some teams. Uh, it's, they're going to get worse, by the way. The athletic, get... the athletics are at 338. So the athletics are actually the worst team in the league right now. Okay. I mean, we kind of saw that coming as well. So took a minute to get I, there. Took a minute. To I get have there, not seen yes. Oakland play enough, but just shorthand recall, they have a couple of okay starting pitchers. Yeah. Blackburn's good. I'm sure Montes will get traded, but he's still somewhat talented. Mm-hmm. What does Washington have? Like Josiah Gray's your your best starting pitcher. Ah, uh, probably. I That's mean, not great. Fetty maybe. Fetty's been a mess. Well, he's it's not Corbin. He's been better than Crossberg's Cor- injured again. Yeah, he's been better than. Like I, I don't know who the hell you have. Yeah, I agree. I but agree. I do want to ask though. I'm assuming Washington's going to get worse because I don't know why you would keep Josh Bell. He has to be traded, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, if any, if anybody wants him, I don't know. He's still sw- he's a switch handed power bat. I'm assuming I'll have a market for him. Uh, he's having, and he's having a decent season. He's hitting two two ninety eight seventeen OPS. So yeah. Okay. Um, so the, the point is Washington should be trading people at the dead one. That's my point. Uh, Nelson Cruz. You want to get rid of Nelson Cruz? Yeah, he's gone. So you're rid- send Cruz to what? A one year deal? Yeah. Oh yeah. It has to be. So they're going to ship him. I mean, that was that was a no-brainer. Yeah. So yeah, Cruz is going to be gone. Bell might be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to be. I'll, let's just say I'll be shocked if they get to sixty-two wins. I think they're going to lose a hundred-plus games. Uh, I would probably agree with that. I just don't see any way out of that. Hey, let's find out. This is this is a fun one, Scott. Uh, I heard this, and I know uh, some people probably out there uh, heard it as well. But there was one guy, you know, when they, when they legalized sports betting, he said, well, there's going to be all kinds of unforeseen ramifications that you don't anticipate. And they were right, because I didn't see this one coming. Let's find out. And we don't even know who it is. So we don't even know his name. But we're going to give it to a rando, because he is today's gambling hero of the day. So, Scott, somewhere yesterday... I heard somebody talking about uh, a good prop to play, and it was Al Horford over nine and a half rebounds. I can't remember where I heard that. You remember? You remember who said that? It was during golf. What? It was during uh, golf. Oh, the, the gallery, you know, had a lot of opinions on the sports betting tonight. Ah, oh, that's right. Spectator at the U.S. Open shouted Al Horford over nine and a half rebounds. On- because Mickelson was there, of course, so he, it was kind of a half heckle. Right. Right. But- uh, it was on TV right before one of Mickelson's approach shots. How'd that end up, Scott? How many? How uh, many? Horf- yeah, Horford had 14 rebounds. Ended the guy up was just giving out locks to millions of people on air. Exactly, it ended up better for Horford than it did for Mickelson, as he's yeah. uh, he missed he's, the cut. He shot 11 over, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, no, not not good, not good at all. So, congratulations to uh, that random spectator. Congratulations to do you think? Do you think that moved the line? I'm assuming people bet it just as a joke, and there's a lot of degenerates out there, right? That's I think what, it mattered. Uh, when I was on VEASAN earlier this week, I said I did like Horford's props. I just thought he was going to have a pretty solid game because somebody on Boston needed to step up. Right. So I was right about Horford. I had the points at at nine and a half at plus money. He went over that too. Okay. But yeah, I'm assuming most of the public saw the clip and said, well, this is too funny not to bet. So I got to bet this. Yeah. And Horford made them some money. I think that, I think that's exactly right. I think that's funny. So, uh, we couldn't quite get Wiggins to the rebounds last night, Scott. Did that surprise you? It did, but I guess they didn't really need him to because Boston didn't really attempt as many shots when they turned the ball over 22 times. It's brutal, brutal. You're just, you're just not going to win a game. You're just not going to win no. a game turning the ball over 22 times. It's crazy how you sh- they showed the stat every single game. It's like Boston's one in seven, one in eight when they turn it over 16 plus times, and then you figure the coaching staff for the two off days leading up to the game six would just say, listen. I don't care if you shoot it from 55 feet. Just don't turn the ball over. And they come out and turn the ball over like 15 times in the first half. Um, I don't know. I was surprised. I was surprised how many offensive rebounds they gave up as well. They got killed on the glass. They, they, you know, it, yeah. I mean, it's, 
It seems that way, but they didn't. Statistically, they didn't. They out Golden State out rebounded them forty four to forty one. No, but uh, Boston had a decent amount of second chance points there in the fourth quarter. Horford had a couple of offensive rebounds late, but during the actual bulk of the game when it was competitive, before Golden State opened up a double digit lead in the second quarter, yeah, Golden State was killing them on the glass up to that point. Yeah, they had fifteen. Golden State had fifteen offensive boards, and that's it. And balanced they- out over the course, but when Boston rebounds the ball well, down twenty. Right. The rebounds don't necessarily mean the same. No, no. Uh, high high leverage and low leverage rebounds, for sure. What was the most surprising part of that game for you? The most surprising part of the game was yep. the fact that Boston really didn't even put up much of a fight. I expected Golden State to win. I said I liked the under because Boston offensively was a lost cause. I figured Boston would play with more pace to at least start the game, and they did. They opened up a double-digit lead to start the game. They were, they're up 12-2. And then for the final five minutes of the first quarter, they just decided once again, we have to slow it down. And we talked about this, how Boston's most successful portion of the series was playing up-tempo, and it didn't even take them a half to stop playing up-tempo. It was just it was just bizarre. Yeah. The, the entire series, they voluntarily slowed the pace down and they got torched every single time they sold the pace down. It didn't make any sense. Made it a great, made it a great, uh, it made it a great play for underbetters for the last few games. By the way, I want to give a, uh, I want to give a shout out to a buddy of mine, and uh, he's a, he's not a huge sports fan like the rest of us DGNs, but he is a pal of mine from back in the day. And uh, says the West Coast rules over the East. Way to go, Golden State Warriors! And it's gone from KC. A big hello from my buddy. So uh, uh, I'll, we'll call we'll call him Gary, but he's a he's a good cat and he's retired now. So. Thanks for tuning in, bud. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it as always. And Scott, I want to do. I want to give a a show note here, real quick, while I'm thinking about it. Uh, I have a firm date on my wife. She will be here on the show the 28th of June. It'll be just the. It'll be the Tuesday, and the Tour de France will start that weekend. Nice. So she's going to join and give a uh, give a breakdown with all the uh, with all her favorite plays from the Tour de France. And yes, she really knows that shit. I cannot I cannot stress this enough. You guys are going to be blown away. By how much my wife knows about cycling and how much I don't know. So, Scott, do you know much about cycling? I do not. All I know is that the Tour de France is in stages and the winner's probably going to be doping. Okay, very good. That's what I got. By the way, on DraftKings yesterday, I was randomly going through some of the lines. You know they have cornhole lines for, like, outrights no, for they events? Do. No, they do not. Do they, they really? Do. They do. Cornhole. DraftKings is cornhole. Okay. All right, well, so I, I mean. I found that out. You know, I'm a guy that made a uh, made a fair amount of money betting on curling, Scott. So I can't really. I'm not going to judge people that bet on cornhole. I'm just saying that it does exist. You play much cornhole? You're kind of that age. You play a lot of cornhole. Uh, in Wisconsin, it was a very big tailgating thing. Uh huh. Uh huh. But ever since I came back to New York, no. Uh, JC Stone says, "Does does your uh do do you, you know it's bad when uh, Draymond Green or Ninja said that when Draymond Green made a three? Yes, he had two threes. Uh, does your wife know who does the best blood doping? Yo, she has opinions on that. Oh, don't, don't tempt her, JC. Don't just, yeah, don't, uh, don't get her going because she, uh, she definitely has opinions on that. No question about it. So, all right. Um, look at that. We talked about the basketball game. It's two, it's two 30. We shouted out everybody. We're waiting for Allie. So she should be. I was going to say, since she's not here, she should be, she should be here any, any minute, right? Do you have anything else you want to talk about for the basketball game? No, I mean it surprisingly went the way I thought it would for the last couple of games. So no, I'm. Um, I didn't think. I mean, it's easy to say it in retrospect. I didn't think those last two games were that hard to cap. You, they really weren't. You looked. But you looked with the pace. You looked what Boston was doing. Once it, Game Four happened and Boston choked away a chance to go up three-one, I thought they were screwed. Well, to me, yeah, I mean, I agree with that, but to me. I, I really thought it was going to be over in six after after game five. I know that sounds stupid, but I mean, just the way Boston did not step up. Yeah. The, the way they didn't correct it. That anything. fourth quarter rollover, I yeah. thought, was just going to be the story of game six. Yeah. They, did, they didn't. Boston cor- wasn't good at home. They didn't they finish cor- the postseason six and six straight up at home. They didn't correct anything. They didn't correct no. any of their problems. So, yeah, it's it was just, um, I wish, you know, Again, it's easy to pat ourselves in the back, but you know, you guys are with us every day. You know what we said, and you know we were on it. And I really thought they were. I wish every game could be that easy. So that's what I have to say. I guess one thing I do want to ask, since title odds came out for next season, yeah, Boston is tied for a four-way lead for the slowest odds. You have the Nets, the Clippers, the Warriors, and the Celtics. Okay. 
So a couple of questions there. If you were going to bet one of those four teams, yeah, who would you pick? Golden State to repeat? I think it's between two. I think it's either Golden State or Los Angeles. So do you just like ask me questions to give yourself a chance to answer them, or would you like? Well, to I, was, I was just saying where I stand on it. I wasn't sure where you would stand on it. No, I'm probably I'm I'm probably with Golden State. Uh, who else did you say you liked? What was the other one? Clippers. Uh, David, once again, they have not really gotten over the mound, and you're assuming Paul George is going to get hurt at some point during the season, right? Or why? So I'm leading to Golden State. As a Nets fan, I have no interest in Brooklyn. And I don't think Boston's very good. I want to see. I want to see what they do in the off season. Uh, do you think t- the Tampa Lightning? Oh, we, you know, I wanted to talk about that too for the with the, since we're not going to do a show tomorrow. Um, yeah, that's a that's a great question, Gare. So here's the deal. And Chris and I talked about this last. Would you agree? Tampa Bay is plus two thirty right now to win the series. Would you agree? This is the apex for them of of playable odds. I think it has to be. In other words, you don't if, if they go down if they go down two nothing, you don't want to get involved, right? They're not going to be Colorado four to five. Right, right. So I think that they need to win this game tonight. So if you want to take them to win the series, I do it now. It's tomorrow, by the way. Yeah. I yeah I thought I thought it was tonight too. I've, I'm just. I did a WNBA game because I knew that the NHL game was tomorrow. Very good, very good. Um, you think they come back? Uh, Tampa, yeah. Yeah, you like that to plus 230? I'm not going to overreact to an overtime loss on the road. Okay. It was a close game. It went one way. I'm not going to say that Tampa screwed. Um, You like the uh, plus 230 there? Good time to I grab do. it? Okay. I think it's a good price. Right. Do you? Uh, I mean, you think it's going seven, so even if you like Colorado, you have a hedging opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what I thought of when I saw that. I'm like, yeah, I got, I got to get involved now. So, hey, let's bring our board. Uh, Scott, what would we have today? Plus 140? Uh, yes, I yeah. believe so. Cash those tickets, buddy. You know her, you love her. It's the plus money, honey, all the way from giving everybody morning wood. It's Allie Burns. What's up, baby? Cashed it. <laughs> I made it. Very good. Very good. I, here, disclaimer. What's that? Hungover. Hungover? Okay. Way to start. Which bet were you celebrating? Way to start the show. Freaking game six was off. Freaking awesome. Um, so Chip Chirimbus for my birthday, he came to my birthday party and in a birthday card, he gave me a hundred dollar bet and he texted me yesterday and was like, do you want this bet or not? And I was like, just put it on the Warriors plus the four. And so he did. So I cashed that. I cashed two Warriors uh, series prices. Um, it was a good day. Outstanding. But tank roll took a, you tanked it. Yeah. All right. uh, remember on Wednesday, Reichel, when you gave me that. WNBA play the aces plus money. We talked about it on yeah. Twitter. You said you that didn't put enough money. Only bet yeah. of the day that I cashed. Yeah. So I ended up with ten dollars and fifty cents. I was and wrong then, though on the fever, so it was kind of a split there. Connecticut did win on the lean, but I did tell you take the aces in the second half, and mm-hmm. they killed them at plus money, and it worked. Yeah. But that was the only bet I cashed all day, so it was kind of a rough, rough go around. Um, it's experiments. So, it so is, matter, you, right? is your birthday week officially over now? How long did that last? It's still going on. Okay. It's my birthday month. What is it? What, when is your birthday? June the 4th. It's our birthday month, apparently. June the so. 4th? When's your birthday? 13th. So Mine is actually a- the week. Yeah. Mine's actually the week. But Craig Trapp is 15, and Lenny is 24. Nice. June. Squad. Yeah. Very good. Um, so, Allie, I know there's, there's kind of a... Two schools of thought with women in their age. There's this one school of thought, like, uh, yeah, I'm X amount of years old. Fuck you, I look good for my age. Or there's the other school, like, uh, ladies don't talk about their age. So what? What? which is it for you? You want to tell us it what you're... my Jackie Robinson birthday. I'm 42. Okay. I'm all good with my age. There yeah. you go. I'm small and cute. So, so you, people so, don't typically think I'm 40. So you're, you're school number one. You're school number one, where I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm the big 40 deuce. Fuck you, I look good. There you go. Yeah, all I'm right. cool here. What so, am I going to lie about? What's the big deal? Okay. All right. Very good. Um, any, uh, Let's talk a little WNBA since it's kind of a slow day. We'll talk a little baseball and get Allie's thoughts on the card. But um, who you guys like in the N- WNBA? Allie, I'll let you go first. You got I actually tonight? last night was up doing my things that I do and wa- saw uh, Rachel's video popped up on my YouTube TV. And I took your Connecticut over 160. I didn't get the 159 like you suggested, but um, I'm actually on your play, Rachel. And I promoted you to the Woodies and said, hey, if you're looking for WNBA, follow Scott Rachel. So I appreciate it. Total right now, 163 and a half. Boom. All right. Yeah. Love that. 
love beating line movement. So it's it's a pretty quiet day in sports, obviously, and it's going yeah. to be that way once the NHL season officially ends. But you have three games. Of course, my favorite one was the over, which I can say because it's moved about four and a half points. Uh, besides yeah. that, I'm um, leaning to the sky against the Dream. Dream are a good story, but they've really struggled against good teams. And Chicago at home, I think, is going to show up about minus seven and a half. And the late game, the Mercury have been okay recently. The Wings are the better team. I think I'm going to take the plus money with the Mercury. I just think that on paper, they're a talented team. Dallas has been good on the road, not very good at home. I don't really have a strong opinion on that game. My favorite play is the play of the day, but I would also lean to Chicago. Very good. Um, I do have some college baseball action. Oh, a little World Series? A little World yeah, Series I action? Both of the, I took both of the Texas teams. There's this guy, Nathan S., who's in my chats, and he's done Total Chaos a few times. He's got this model. They did it for hockey, and they're also doing it for baseball, him and Nick Earl. Um, dude's on fire right now. So I followed his plays, and he's got Texas A&M. I got him at plus 115 and Texas. So it's Texas A&M and Texas Longhorns, both of those I'm on today. Uh, and I like them a lot. Dean, should, should you tell her or should I? Go, Sugar. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, A&M's down 8-3. That's okay. It's early. What inning is it? Was it was 8 nothing. So they're making yeah, some yeah. progress, but it's the fourth inning. Just saying. I wasn't sure if you knew that game started. Hey, Raisha, yeah. are, you, are you coming I to – with, with your newly found largesse, are you going to are you gonna come to Omaha for the World Series and uh, buy us tickets? Uh, unfortunately, I did have the Arkansas bet parlayed with something UFC-related, which killed me. So I have no action at the moment on – the World Series, which is really annoying, because Arkansas at twenty-five to one was such a great price. Yeah, but I still got. The, I still uh, got probably the, not. Don't worry about it, buddy. I still got the straight bet on it. You didn't help me move, so well, you know. We'll Fair call, enough. We'll call it even. Pay back some motherfucker. Bet your parlay, people. Straight bet your parlay. Allie, what's your thoughts on the hockey game tomorrow? Uh, you can catch Tampa Bay right now plus two thirty to win the series. Are you want to get involved with that? You think they come so roaring back? We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Scott Steen had that game correct. How about it? Morning. How about it? We did not. I, I, I had the over. So I, you I had split. the over. So Me and Lenny had the under and the lightning. Scott Steen was like, y'all are idiots. It's the avalanche and the over. You asked me. You were right. I came on the show. First thing I said, what do you think of the hockey game? I said, the uh, abs and the over. And then you spent 20 minutes making fun of me. So, uh, excuse me, you guys <laughs> spent the whole show making fun of me. What are you talking that about? That never happens. Hey, how'd we do on uh, Total Chaos, by the way? I didn't even look at our. Can I think I... we tied. Did we push? I didn't look it up yet. I'm pretty sure we tied. Go I one... think we split the two games we disagreed on and we agreed on the other ones. Split the, and split, split the ones we agreed and split the ones we disagreed, huh? Yeah. All right, very good. Well, what was your record so I don't have to look it up? Sounds, oh, like, sounds like two and two. Oh, I am. I know oh, we got three. the overwrite in the uh, Guardians game. <laughs> We got the underwrite in the Dodgers game, and I had the over in the Cardinals game. You had the over in the Brewers game. So I think we both went three and one. Okay. All right. All right. We'll take that. We'll all look it up for statistical. And the consensus. I'm I'm like 90% sure we both went three and one. Once again, the consensus is killed. Yeah, uh, two and oh in the consensus. Uh, You guys are really good. Also, we were talking about doing a celebrity death match between winners and winners and picks and parlays. How do you guys feel about that? It depends. What's the method of death? Jousting. Okay. On are the like, horses provided? Ameri- no horses, American Gladiator style. Oh, see, so we got the damn like cushioned whatever thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you got to keep your balance. Lenny has this whole setup in his garage, and on He's Christmas, a- I wanted him to set it up for me, and he would not. Does he have a pool set up underneath, like a wipeout situation, or no? Baby, this is baby. are there spikes What's on the floor? On top of dirt okay. Rocks. All right. Andrew, Andrew says, uh, "Congrats on your on your 5K, though." Says it sucks on the 25 to one. Oh yeah, we're all heartbroken. The guy take that... shots. I take shots on everything if I see value on it. So yeah. it's you're gonna win some, you're gonna lose some. I'll take the five. And don't worry, Andrew. I've still got my live 25 to one on Arkansas. So sleep, sleep, sleep well, knowing I've still got a good ticket on that. So that's great. All right, so Allie, I was uh, I, I hit my one hockey parlay of the year. I hit the uh, the Avs and the over. How do you see this next game going? Game two there in Colorado. So with the remainder of the tank roll, it was $10.50. Again, I put $5.25 on Rice Shells over in the Connecticut game. And then I put the other $5.25 on the Lightning Series price. And that's just what I did. Um, okay. Lenny had said that whatever happened in this in game one, he was taking the Lightning in game two. Yeah. And then I asked him about it on the show today. And he was a little bit iffy. Um, I don't know. 
even what to say because what I thought was going to happen just didn't freaking happen in the first game. So I don't have a good read on this. Hey, right look, now, let me interrupt real quick. Uh, circle back to the WNBA. Would you guys still play it at 163? I don't. The, fir the first game landed 179. So okay. I'm still tempted by the over. But as you know, and we've said before, I hate chasing points. Hard to piss away yeah, four points value. You, you lose a four points or so on the yeah. total. At that point, I'm usually passing. So I can can I, I can I officially say you would have a small lean to playing the over, but yeah, you I'm not taking the under now for a middle. But right. when you miss that many points, it's pretty rough. To yeah, because somebody somebody had asked about the middle earlier, and I didn't think you guys wanted to get involved in that with only. A, no, yeah. I just like the over. The middle, I want like ten points. Yeah, well, I was gonna say with I only want a, like a nice hunk of middle. What do you what do you get yeah. about? one of those every two years no because i in play bro oh if, if bro play, okay time, sorry bro the only, time, the only time you'll ever actually get that a 10 point middle would be in some random mid-major college basketball game. yeah yeah and yeah that, that's what i said about about once every I, two years is that that like it's my number like if a favorite goes to a plus four and a half I take a four and a half or higher, nothing below. And in totals, if it's 10 above or 10 below, whatever the original or whatever that total was, then I take it the other way. So 10 is my number for totals for sure. But in the case of a 163, I would find another game and tease that 163 to the under and find another game. Like, do, who do you like on the side of that? And then tease that as well. That's how I would play it. When, right. when the numbers go away from me. That's I think the I other think. spots, you had mid-major basketball games, which occasionally, beginning of the season especially, you'll see occasionally like a 10-point line move. Mm -hmm. FCS football. Yes. Ton of line moving on the total. Presbyterian. Presbyterian, you can find 15 points. We, we, we watched, the, we, we watched the Presbyterian line go 20 a couple times this year. Yeah. And I don't think it even middled. I think it still went over. After it did. 20, but. It did. You, there was, you couldn't even take any arb shots with that, man. Yeah. Um. I would. I would love. Uh. We didn't have a great college football season. We were kind of. We were kind of pushing shove. Well, I'm talking. I'm talking about the show. Um, I'm saying the show. We kind of met in the middle because I had a very good year. I know that you were iffy, but you made a lot of money personally. Struggling. Presbyterian. Yep. And but I, that's so. what I was most proud of. The things that we put the most confidence in. We said, "Listen, fuckers. If you if you <laughs> if you've heard nothing else on this show." Play Presbyterian and the play play the over and fade Presbyterian and uh, yeah pretty much it was very, very I, I have it written somewhere let me see if I could find it very good too uh, so. college football I went twenty eight and eighteen <clears throat> all right oh very solid yeah you better all yeah that's solid um so Rochelle you're 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 interested in Tampa Bay plus two thirty I'm gonna I'm gonna grab that as well um I think that's I think that's a good price that's I, the way I would play it too I always said that game one went the way that surprised her because she liked the under in the game right well i really liked i really like the idea that the avalanche have been up against cruddier goalies than vasilevsky yeah. it's like that was part of my angle was that uh yes the rust uh was it them with the rust or the other one no abs with rust yeah. and then that you know they got through the blues after binghamton i never say his name right after he went out um they played so and so with not basically they weren't up against good goalies and now yeah. they are wait and you're so you're you you talk you, you talk about a up. league full of french and russian guys and bennington is the name you struggle with it really is <laughs> I could say Shesterkin all day long. Right, Shesterkin, Vasilevsky, fucking nails it. Blimmingman, Blimmingman, I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, it's a, it's a college in New York. I believe it's called, uh, you know, Binghamton. Oh, is that where they have the? Uh, is that where they have the uh, municipal workers game? I've, I've played I like that a couple half times. My friends went to college, but hey, um, I, I will say this. I before I take too many victory laps and break my arm here, pat myself on the back. I was lucky to go over. When one team what gets twenty five shots on goal, that's that's a pretty fortunate that's a that's a pretty fortunate circumstance. Well, that's why nothing really surprised me about Game One. I thought Tampa was going to pull it out, but the game went to overtime. But my main takeaway in the series was Tampa Bay with a healthy Braden Point had a lot of offensive firepower, and they mm. did. And I said that Kemper or Frank Franceau was going to be the far inferior goalie. And totally. Kemper sucked for about two and a half periods. But Tampa Bay couldn't con couldn't convert the uh, superior offensive firepower into shots. Yes, that was the main surprising part. I think the main surprising part to me was that Tampa went over on the power play, right. which I thought was extremely surprising. But the fact that Kemper gave up three goals on basically twenty shots to start the game—that's what I'm saying. Less. Yeah, that's awful. 
I can't overreact. Uh, it's not a matter of over underreacting to it because it's what I expected. So I'm not going to suddenly panic on Tampa when Vasilevsky stood on his head and gave them a shot to win the game. I don't trust Kemper. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm still, I still think it's going to be a very competitive series, but I'm not going to suddenly panic and go, Colorado won game one. They're officially going to win the series. No, it's a long series. It should be fun, and we'll see what happens. Okay. Binnington. All right. Yes. Binnington. 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 I yeah. looked it up. Uh, David Good says uh, Binghamton has a a good PhD in business. There you go. If you want to get a doctor of economics. Uh, anything else you guys are on? Allie, you on any baseball games tonight before we before we get out of here? What are you on? No, I'm not. Um, okay. Good no, chat. I'm not. <laughs> the end. Yeah. All right. Um, Allie, where can we find you? Where can we do some? Let's do oh, some. Oh, I let's do, do have some a play. CFL play though. Oh, somebody. Oh, audio. somebody asked us. I totally spaced it. Somebody asked us about the CFL earlier. Bill, I'm sorry for not for not getting to that. Um, Scott and I don't talk a lot. I don't. I kind of have a passing interest in it. I don't have enough of a uh, of a knowledge base Lenny of it is to very bet. Very good at it. Like if you guys want Lenny to come on and give you guys CFL, he is very good. Yeah, I've look for, from all last season. Look for those. Look for those fuckers from Detroit. From from Detroit. From Buffalo. Those guys that grew up watching both stations, like Chris talked about, you get all the Canadian stations and you get you grew up watching CFL. Yeah, I should definitely. We should have Lenny on the talk CFL. I would love to do that. Scott, you, I, I haven't followed that in a while. I what? Now I will watch the random you game. Detroit, Lenny. If he's talking Canadian football, Detroit? you have to pronounce Detroit properly. Outstanding. Detroit. You, you want to say Youngstown in Kent in Canadian, in French? I don't, I don't know. Well, uh, that's what you're going to call Lenny, right? Lay Youngstown. Oh, yeah. Lay, yeah. lay Youngstown Lenny. <laughs> yeah, Lay Youngstown. <laughs> Allie, do you do CFL at all? I, f- I take his plays. So I kind of follow it just because I bet on it. Okay. You know? Fair um, enough. Like, I don't watch it. I don't watch it. I don't uh, even know what it looks like. <laughs> but uh, I don't need to know what it looks like to make money on it. But uh, it's the um, Ottawa plus one and a half or take him at even money on the money line. Okay. That's the play. All right. Very good. Yes. Uh, we, we've talked about that before. Especially in football games, stop taking points under three. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just play the money. I know. Take the money, just money line it. I know. I took the points because it's something I'm not familiar with. I'll just take points if Were I. you? Did, did you not watch the show when we told you not to play Golden State with the points? Just play them on the money line at plus one forty-five. You could. I already had series prices on them, and because it was a hundred-dollar bet, yeah. I just wanted. I don't think for one second that I didn't go back and forth on this. That it's a free roll. It's a free hundred bucks anyway. Don't even think that I didn't go back and forth on that, but yeah. it's just okay. the way it's, it actually, it's actually funny that was your birthday gift because I got my roommate the same exact gift. I just cut out a piece of paper and I just said a hundred dollar Belmont free bet and I just handed it to him. Nice. And uh he used it at Belmont. He didn't win with it, but it was a fun time. All right. Very good. All right. So we can find Allie every day over in the Max Wagers Network. By the way, one more time, smash Smash the like button here. Make sure you get subscribed to the Max Wagers Network and the Winners and Winners YouTube channel as well. And you can get her every day at 1 o'clock Eastern time doing morning wood because for her, it's still morning. It's 10 o'clock in the morning there, right? Yep. Yeah, brutal. Sure brutal. So check I, out I her. I woke up today at 2 in the afternoon. Outstanding. It's Outstanding. not even 2 in the afternoon here yet. Yeah. So, you know. There so you check out Allie. Well, I could, well, if I go nap now, I could still wake up at 2 in the afternoon. You can find her. On Twitter, are you on the are you on the gram too, Allie? You on the you on the you on the. I am, but I don't know what I am on the gram. I haven't posted a picture on Instagram. And so like you can you find know. her on you can find her on Twitter at Plus Money Honey. You can find her OnlyFans under uh, I don't know what, what's your OnlyFans. No. I'm Plus Money Honey on the gram too. Okay, there you go. Uh, Scott is Plus Money Sunny, by the way. So make sure you <laughs> check, check him out. I want John Higgs to. Because, you know, he's big on the llama. He's got the no-drama llama. I want him to change his name to the baseball llama. Oh, I think it's brilliant. nice. Uh, I was just I was re-watching Arliss the other night. I saw the Betton Tibetan. I'm nice. I, I, I a big fan of that one as well. So, hey, Allie, thanks for being here, man. We appreciate it. Happy belated birthday. I know it's only three and a half months after your birthday, but congratulations. Happy, happy birthday. We'll see you Tuesday. We'll see you next Friday. Don't, don't forget to check out Allie. She does... Total chaos. I don't know what four or five nights. How many fucking nights do you do that show? Depends on how I'm feeling. Okay, there yeah, you go. That's the spirit. Pretty solid schedule over there. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Hey, have a great weekend. Stay cool out there in Vegas, Allie. We'll see you. You guys too. Thanks so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all. There she goes, everybody. Allie Burns. Allie Burns. Cool chick. I like her. Love you have her. any baseball games you like tonight? Nah, I'm all right. I don't, I don't really have much. I mean, I feel like the Phillies minus one and a half was the given one, but of course that already started. The Braves are tied 0-0 in the bottom of the sixth. 
I uh, was tempted by the under in that game because the wind was blowing in about mm-hmm. 12 miles per hour. Yep. But once again, you know, it's a bit of retro capping because it's already in the sixth inning. So there's no point in talking about it. Uh, you like the Yankees tonight? Yeah, I'm okay. I think they got the. I think they had the the pitching advantage for sure in that one. Is it concerning that Toronto lost a series to Baltimore at home and the only game they won was an extras? Oh yeah, yeah. They couldn't pitch in that entire series. No, no question. That's that's definitely that's definitely a problem. And Chris was talking about whether they go get another starter at the deadline. You think they do? Uh, Toronto. I think they're going to need one. You think so? Either a starter or a very solid middle reliever, swing guy. But you're, if you're looking at the actual pitching staff the closers figured out right yep they already have uh they have the closer ready to go so that's that's something they they don't really need who's their setup guy like do they throw merriweather out there on occasion they throw a couple of guys who are meh yeah yeah they don't really have they don't really have a true they don't have a true setup hierarchy yeah yeah So so when it comes to the rotation of course you still have manoa you still have a couple of players or pitchers reuse now out for the year, which is going to kill them. So that's yeah. kind of why they would need a starter. Yeah. Do you have faith in Pearson coming up and immediately and immediately pitching well in high leverage spots because mm. he is your ace in the hole starting pitcher, basically? Right. Right. Yeah. I think it depends on a lot on if Kikuchi can become even a four or five guy if he can get. Or if he can just get back on track. That's what I'm saying. Because I mean, at, at best, he's a he's a he's a mid three. Yeah. at best and you were always higher on him than i was yeah but well you know he's a, he, another guy he's came, fine you know another guy came over from japan with a ton of pitches he was a left-hander i thought he might have a little something different but they've they've hit him pretty well uh a lot of it's going to play uh depend on the the health of stripling too if stripling can stay healthy. i was going to say do you like stripling as a playoff game two or three option of course not right uh jc stones at prison basketball games are fun to watch. Oh, fuck. where do you see prison basketball I was going to say, you you have Manoa, you have Gaussman, you have Berrios. So besides the last start for Gaussman, that's a pretty solid top three, at least for a series where you're usually only using four pitchers. Yeah, Manoa having a, so, qu- a quiet Cy Young campaign. So I don't think they need a starter. I just think they need a very good reliever to shore up the back end of the bullpen. Okay. All right. Very solid. I'm trying to think of who they could go for. That, see, that's what I talked to. Tricky. That's why I talked to Chris. I mean, because with the extra wild card, you got teams, more teams that are in it. They have different opinions on whether they just want to try for the wild card or whether they're still whether they're still sellers yeah. of the trade deadline. So, but I mean, you're looking at the relievers. You have like Simber, Phelps. You have Garcia. Right. You have Romano. Romano's the safe closer. Merriweather's been awful. Of course, He's supposed to be the inning guy. Trevor but... Richards is a guy that started. He's got some starts in his past. Hasn't he been terrible? Well, I didn't say he wasn't without problems. The point is, though, we mentioned the three, and you have Kikuchi as your four. Mm-hmm. I think I think the rotation's fine. I just think that it's going to be a situation where they need a good middle to back end reliever to shore up the bullpen. All right, fair enough. Hey, let's get to it, man. I know people are ready. We've been a little warm lately, Scott. Been playing some run lines. We're going to change that up a little bit today. Yeah, we had to think outside the box, unfortunately, because the Nationals played this afternoon. Heartbreaker. It was it was a heart it was a heartbreaker because that was our auto fade with Adon going for sure. Yeah, but uh, you know what time it is, kids. It's the last one of the weeks. Time to put on those nice fancy Friday overalls. Grab your straw hat, climb aboard your John Deere, take out your lucky keys with that keychain on there, that rabbit's foot. Give it a little rub there, guys, because once again, it's time to bet the farm. All right, afternoon, everybody. Good to be here. Well, as you know, we did have a uh, we did have a farm play yesterday, Scott, and uh, we briefly mentioned it. But let's make it official. How'd we do? Uh, we had a pretty good day because we faded the Nationals again, and the Phillies killed them. There you go. Cue to banjos. <laughs> Yeehaw. Yeehaw! All right, there you go. All right, guys, we're going to get, like I said, we're going to go off the reservation a little bit. We're going to go off the farm here today for this one. And we're going to play the Giants, uh, Pirates under eight uh, Giants playing good baseball lately, but they haven't been scoring runs. They're getting it done with defense and pitching. They've scored five runs or less, excuse me, scored less than five in four of their last five games. The Pirates offensive struggles are well documented. They average just 3.42 runs per game. 
If you think, man, that doesn't sound very good. Yeah, it's not. That's 28th in the league. And we have uh, Carlos Rodon pitching for San Francisco. He has been quite good, especially lately. Last three starts, 15 innings pitch, 1.80 ERA. And uh, Thompson is going for Pittsburgh. His last two starts, 10 innings pitched, 1.80 ERA. Very, very similar stats to Rodon. Both these starters are great. We might have to survive a little white knuckle there with the Pittsburgh bullpen. But the fact that San Francisco isn't scoring a ton of runs right now should work in our favor. We like the under eight in this one. Scott? I think there's a couple ways for it to cash. Either San Francisco struggles again offensively and they score four runs and probably win the game four to two. Or Pittsburgh does absolutely nothing pitching wise, but they also can't hit. Stone them. So you could end up having a six one game or something like that, yep. or even a four three game. But we think eight's a little bit too high for the current form of these pitchers. There you go. Absolutely stone them, winning seven to nothing. I like it. So hey, that's gonna do it for the show. That's gonna do it for our week. We appreciate everybody stopping by. No NASCAR show. What's that? No NASCAR show. No NASCAR show this week. They're taking Father's Day off. So enjoy your Father's Day and and happy Father's Day to all you, uh, all of my fellow fathers out there. Hope you guys have a great day. Spend it exactly the way you want it. And most importantly, hope you win some of those bets. So uh, guys, have a great weekend. Scott, you doing anything with your father? You doing any uh, big plans? Uh, I don't know about big plans, but I'm going to get together with him. And uh, I would go to a baseball game, but unfortunately, the Yankees are in Toronto. Okay. So we'll probably have an IOU situation. There you go. We'll go to some other gamers, whatever. All right. Well, enjoy that. You guys have a great day. Appreciate you stopping by and joining us, of course, as always. And uh, as always, we wish you nothing but the best of luck on all of your plays. We'll be back and doing again tomorrow. Of course, Scott and I, uh, we do our daily videos. We will not be back. We won't be back tomorrow with this show. Scott and I do our daily videos uh, every day, so check those out. We'll be back to do this show on Monday as Scott and I will once again, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, do our best to help you to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you then. Mm -hmm.